bringing you the stories behind the songs. Back to the Mulberry Lane Show, brought to you by Elisa Ilana Jewelry. Now, here's Mulberry Lane. He co-wrote one of rock and roll's most iconic songs, Hotel California, and with his band, the Eagles became one of the world's top-selling bands with sales of over $150 million. He was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and the Eagles' greatest hits became the top-selling album of the 20th century. For 27 years, Don Felder was lead guitarist of one of the most influential rock bands in history, and he joins us now to talk about the legacy, the show at Winnevegas in Sloan, Iowa, and how life in the fast lane wasn't always a peaceful, easy feeling. Don Felder on our show today. The road to forever, heaven and hell to pay. Welcome to the show, Don. <laughs> That's fantastic. I love that introduction. I especially <laughs> like the song you guys sang. That was really clever. Thank you Thank you. Well, it's great having you on the show. You've been an inspiration to us for sure. Oh, great. Okay, well, let's first talk about the tour. You're out with Sticks and Foreigner. Well, I have to say it's four hours of every hit that you've ever known from either my career, solo career, Eagle's career, all the Sticks' greatest songs and Foreigner's greatest songs, it's a, just a hit fest. It's wow. song after song after song after song. It's really a fast-paced, moving show with three acts. A lot of times the set change can, you know, be slow and drawn out. This happens within 12 minutes. Wow. Boom. Wow. That's, that's incredible. Off, the next, for, it's a great bang for the buck. You yeah, know, if you go out absolutely. and see one band or you see another band, but to see three catalogs like that of, mm-hmm. of great music is a really, really great uh, Sounds night. like the ideal night. It is, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, you said that you're having a great time on tour. I read your book, Heaven and Hell, My Life in the Eagles. There was a lot of turmoil there, but this time out, you were having fun. So what's that <laughs> like? <laughs> well, i got to say that this feels much more like a family. The people in all the bands have been out for a long time. They know the job. They know how to have fun. Our days off, we have dinners with like 67 people where all the bands, the crews, the truck drivers, the bus drivers, we all get together and have a big barbecue. And you know, those were things that you felt were missing when you were with yeah. the U.S. Yeah. Sure, yeah. You know, we'll go play golf together. We'll have a day off. And our Tim Rosner, our, our head production guy, says, oh, we're going to go play golf. Anybody want to go? And all of a sudden, there's 26 people signed up <laughs> to go play golf. <laughs> what a party. We all go out and lose balls together and just have a bunch of laughs. It's just totally different vibe. There's no hissy fits. There's no drama. There's no egos. It's just great music and a lot of fun together. Yeah. You joined the Eagles after they had had some hits. So uh-huh. when you joined, how much pressure did you feel in those initial years to kind of bring them to the next level? Or how much of that did you feel was on your shoulders? I was brought in to add some rock and roll to the band. Uh, they had this strong country influence, uh, which was primarily brought in from Bernie Ledden, who was in a band with me in high school. Mm-hmm. And uh, Bernie was a great acoustic guitar player. He played pedal steel, mandolin, banjo. That was his background, was acoustic and bluegrass music. So all those early records before I joined the band had that strong country influence mm-hmm. on it. Now, what was happening is in the days in the 70s, there was like legitimate country radio that would play Porter Wagner, and you know, real straight country artist. Okay. And then there was pop radio, which is AM radio that played rock and roll, dance music, and drippy wet ballads, right? Okay. So, um, and the Eagles were having a little bit of a trouble with their second album, finding their spot on radio. Right. So they wanted to shift from this country influence 
into more commercial rock and roll AM type radio. That's why I was brought into the band was to to bring some rock and roll to the band. So you had some responsibility on your shoulders then. Well, yeah, I mean, I can only do what I can do. I can only play and write and sing and bring to the band what I can bring. And fortunately, some of it turned into be, you know, pretty successful uh, hits. Mm-hmm. You've got it plugged in on the Mulberry Lane Show. Right now we're talking with Don Felder, the lead guitarist for the Eagles for 27 years and the co-writer of hits such as Hotel California and Victim of Love. Well, Hotel California is definitely a signature Eagle song. So, and you came up with that. You were relaxing. You were overlooking a beautiful view, and that whole thing came to you. Yep, absolutely. I had rented a house on uh, Malibu uh, one summer. I think it was July, and I was sitting on a couch just playing guitar, looking out at the sun, kind of glistening on the Pacific Ocean, and my kids were, little kids were playing on the swing set in the sand out in front of this house, and I just started playing this chord progression over and over and over, and I had a one-year-old little girl, and in her bedroom, I had a recording studio set up, you know, reel-to-reel tape uh-huh. recorder demo studio, <laughs> so that when she was awake, I could go in there <laughs> and make these <laughs> demo ideas, right? And so I went, i got to go record this while she's awake. So I went back in this back bedroom and recorded this progression, and then finally uh, I went back in and said, well, I've got to make this into like a demo song, you know, a demo track. You wanted so to I- do it upright, right? Yeah, uh-huh. so I used a little drum machine and played bass on it and played the electric guitars and the 12-string introduction and just kind of arranged it in a song form instead of just that initial progression. And so I uh, put it on a reel with, I think, 15 or 16 other song ideas. One of them was became Victim of Love for that Oh, time. wow. Uh-huh. And um, Henley called me up and says, you know, I think I really like that one that sounds like a Mexican reggae. <laughs> I went, oh, I know which one you're talking about. So we went out on trying to figure out what this song was going to be about lyrically. And I think Don came up with the concept of Hotel California. Mm -hmm. And uh, he's just brilliant at at writing lyrics. And I think the lyrics he wrote for that uh, song were just just a a given gift from somewhere up above. Yeah, that's when the track meets the lyrics meets the singer. And the feel and everything. (laughs) And meets that two-minute guitar solo on the end. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Do you go back and listen to those old recordings sometimes? I have found the original cassette that I made, Uh and uh, I transferred it to digital about a year ago before it just, if anybody even remembers what a cassette is or was, they're made out of tape, and they kind of just decompose over time. So I said, quick, i got to transfer this over to... The digital and on that reel was all those other fifteen or sixteen song ideas, including wow. the demo for "Victim of Love," and you know, so I put them all over on digital. So yeah, I listen to them from time to time mm-hmm. and r- remark at how similar the original solos were on the end to what we wound up recording in the studio. Wow, <laughs> that's pretty cool too. A pretty inspired beginning of that song, it sounds like. Yeah, you were never really given equal partnership, even though it was said it was never really done in the, the band. Do you harbor any anger and resentment over that? You know, everybody brought what talents they had to the table. Uh, I brought guitar parts. I brought writing skills. Uh, Henley is a brilliant vocalist, great lyricist. He can't play guitar. He can't write a track. You know, Mm -hmm. he just doesn't have the musical technique to to be able to get his music underneath him. Brilliant vocalist, amazing lyricist. Joe and I had this thing going on before he joined the band. Of, I was playing with this with Joe in this band that he called Joe Walsh and Friends, and we were jamming together and having just a ball. And so when 
when Bernie finally quit and left, Joe joined the band, and I said, ah, here's my chance to write some stuff that Joe and I can do together right. in this band that'll lift it to another point. One of them was, you know, Victim of Love, another one was Hotel California, Those Shoes on the Long Run record, mm-hmm. just records that kind of featured what Joe and I were doing together and kind of added that to the uh, arsenal of what we had. So I never really felt that I was less than a fifth of the band or an equal member. I just brought different talents okay. to to the band. And, and I have no ill feelings or resentment about what happened uh, in the fact that it was a blessing that all five of us managed to collide together in some serendipitous explosion yeah. and wind up writing and creating this music together. I think without any one of us, it would have been a totally different yeah. product. It would have been a different musical combination. And the fact that we, like I said, collided in space together and created that song and the, uh, those songs and that music was a very special gift that mm-hmm. uh, came from who knows where. And so I'm very grateful for that and uh-huh. cannot look back at that with any kind of ill feelings or uh, resentment or anything like that. We made some great records and uh, spent a lot of time working on some really, really important stuff. Yeah, so I'm proud of it. Now, in general, that was a pretty magical time for music in all of the bands at that time, Fleetwood Mac, all, all of them in different studios and collaborating together. Could something like that be repeated in today's musical environment, do you think? You know, it's really funny that you say that because this next record that I'm going to attempt to do of my own, okay. I'm going to bring in a lot of people that I know different okay. players from different bands. And I'm not going to name drop, but I'm going to bring in a lot of collaboration from guitar players, drummers, keyboard players, singers, all sorts of different people that you will know and recognize okay. at the time when it's released. Not only recognize their name, but recognize their voice, or recognize their, sound, their yeah. guitar, their, their sound, or and, and do that same sort of collision. This, hopefully, okay. some of those collisions will turn into lovely kind of things that shine in the heavens, you uh-huh. know. Uh, <laughs> and uh, if not, then we'll just kind of keep trying, you know, different combinations. And that, to me, is really, I think, how you go about trying to find things that, that create magic. A magical mix. Tommy Shaw came over to my studio for three days, and they are never in town. I called up Tommy. I was working on this, these two tracks. One was called Wash Away and one called Heal Me for my Road to Forever CD. And I just kept not being able to say lyrically what I wanted to say. I would write stuff, sing it, and I'd listen to it, and just, now that's not, that's just it's coming out awkward. So I called up Tommy and said, hey, what, are you in town? Can you come over for a couple of days? He came over for three days, and in three days we wow. wrote three songs <laughs> together. So, And it was just really great. We became uh, really great friends. We had been friends before that, but the fact that he would take three days uh-huh. of his days off mm-hmm. <laughs> at yeah. home and come in and work the studio with me was like a really just a brilliant gift he gave me. And uh, that song, Wash Away, got to be number four on the classic rock radio charts. Okay, Tommy great. would come out and sit in with me and play it on stage and just had a ball together. So uh, uh, it was a fun way to collaborate. And so I intend to do a lot of that for this next record. Hmm, looking forward to that. Iconic rock and roll guitarist Don Felder from the Eagles on the Mulberry Lane Show. Keep it here for more with Don after the break. He talks about the transition from playing with the band to becoming a solo artist and how the Eagles recorded those iconic harmonies. Keep it right here. It's the Mulberry Lane Show. On a 